We're at the end of an era. 11 seasons, 123 episodes of TV, one film, 16 Emmys. Better Call Saul won none of them. <laughs> Not a single one. They're 0 for 39. They could be 0 for 46 at the end of this Emmys. I don't think they're winning a single Emmy for their part two. Succession and... And... Who's uh, who, who's like your number one contender for best actor? Uh, the lead actor from Squid Games is gonna win because he won the uh, he won the Screen Actors Guild and it was Honestly, a big upset. I, I, I've been thinking Squid Games could win the whole thing. Well, that's that's what that's what that's what a lot of people are predicting that Better Call Saul is not gonna win. First of all, it's only second half of Better Call Saul. First half, you mean? It's only first half Better Call Saul. That's I mean, the, my bad. Well, I, we were talking about this in the lead up to this season. How I felt if the show had its full season up for nomination. They, I think they could have at least got Bob Odenkirk or maybe Ray Seahorn. They could have got, also, if the full season was up, they would have got the W probably with uh, Michael Mando as best guest actor because he would have only been in three episodes. Of a 13-episode season. Exactly. But now, because he's in three of a seven episode, they put him in for supporting and he didn't even get the nod. And he's not going to win supporting actor. He didn't get the nomination. Oh, he didn't get the nomination? Exactly. It's a, it's a fucking sh- Michael Mando? Like, look at that episode, Alex. Episode three? Come on. Look at one and two? The one, no, no. I say episode three, that was the one you put up, though. It's like, the guy did so much without dialogue. I mean, that's obviously, you know, kind of what the show is in a way, but spectacular. Yeah. Let's just talk a little bit about Better Call Saul. It's a Pantheon show for a lot of us. You know, maybe not be the best show of all time, but it's definitely Pantheon. I, best thing... Of 2021 so far, in my opinion. Oh, I got the bear still above it. I know you do. I know you do. No, but I mean, both this and Better Call Saul contributed to the craze of the bad man protagonist. You, you Breaking Bad. Yeah, what did I say? You said this and Better Call Saul. Yeah, both this and Breaking Bad contributed to the bad man uh, protagonist craze. And even this is, is a you know one of the greatest shows of all time, and it's a prequel show, and it has never been done before like this. I, the fact that they made this prequel show feel fresh every week. It secondary I never felt yeah. like, and I know people that have seen this and they've never seen Breaking Bad, and they just love Saul Goodman. What do you think the correct watching order is? If if you were to go in blind right now, are you still doing Breaking Bad, El Camino, so, Better Call so, Saul? So, so, so let me ask you this. Yeah. Is this the? Would you do Better Call Saul up till they break up? Okay, fine. We're, we're talking up to halfway episode, season, season, season no, no, six. We're talking like yeah. episode eight. Yeah. Episode either like eight or nine of uh, the most recent season. Yeah, season it's, it's nine because point then, and shoot is eight. Yeah, yeah. So in episode nine, then you go all the way back. You start Breaking Bad right there. Mm, no, you I feel watch like, yeah. through. You watch El Camino. Then you watch the final four black and white episodes of Better. No, I, I'm saying that's technically speaking other than the black and white stuff that's watching chronological order right there you have to watch release order no i i don't know i preferably i think you should watch breaking bad el camino the only it's very hard to break up release order even for stuff like star wars and marvel like i would not break up release order from for many things one or two projects at the most likely. You know what? You can watch El Camino at the end of it all if you want to. That's fine. You're not going to really miss out on anything. I I, I think. Yeah. Since you're watching the fresh because we didn't get this. I think you should go right out of the Breaking Bad finale straight into El Camino. Because it, it's literally. Yeah, I know. No, you, it works well. What you well. should do is you should go straight out of Breaking Bad in El Camino. Or like wait a week. 
No, 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 because it's because you're cause you. I want you to feel like Jesse who just got out. Who just got out. Listen, you're gonna feel like Jesse no matter when you start it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like Jesse years afterward. El Camino was incredible. Let's just. I, I, I told you I was able to actually see the car at Comic Con. It was I awesome. was. We went. We both saw. No, the but car. did you did you get the full 3D photo and everything? Yeah, we we went together. No, you didn't do the. You didn't wait in the line with me at least. Yeah, I did. No, not for the car. Oh yeah, we went earlier. Oh, maybe day. you went earlier. But yeah, I have the photo of me next to the El Camino car. No, I because they did the whole 360. It was one of the first times I ever had one of those. That was that was badass. I don't even know what happened to that picture. Mine's I've like tried to save the thing is it's like a video now, so it's so weird. Yeah, whatever, fine. This is this is great podcast. No, what me better cause also different than as a prequel show, right? It is a secondary comedic character, Saul Goodman playing well, this. Well they so in the original idea of the show, they were like it's gonna be a half an hour comedy about Saul Goodman. She Hulk in the Breaking Bad universe. It, yeah. And it was kind of gonna be as good as She Hulk. AKA not that good. Oh, have you seen the episode one of She-Hulk? Oh, I saw the episode one of She-Hulk. Incredible. You loved it? Loved it. Every second of it. Had a I, great time. I, I was like, it's I. No, no, you're really missing out here. Like, it was I. No, I like, mean, it what? was just a lot. I'll be honest. So I actually, um, I got up to the point where she leaves. And now there's like the, the and I was like, I'm going to go to sleep and watch that last 10 minutes when she's like back as a lawyer again. It's not 10 minutes. It's like two seconds. Oh, well, it's, according to Disney Plus, there was nine minutes left on Oh, my thing. God. You know every Disney Plus show has six minutes of credits? Oh, so I should have just finished the episode. You really should have finished it. You know there's always, like, six minutes of credits. I was so tired. It's a 30-minute comedy. That's the way they said it. But Better Call Saul, yeah, okay, fine. I'm glad they didn't do the 30-minute comedy because, the I mean, the Breaking Bad universe has such a distinct look and feel to their stories yeah. and their characters. Well, also, you know, Breaking Bad's a hysterical sometimes sometimes when you're watching that show all these shows with outstretched characters and drama well, like, are hilarious like i've said many times mad men is one of the funniest shows and so is so the sopranos. sopranos they're like the comedy is just coming off the seams like they're, they're taking on the office sometimes with some you know why shows. because when you get these like really bad dudes Right, like doing something like regular is hilarious for them. It's hysterical. Like Breaking Bad, who's taking down, a, you know, when Walter White's taking down like drug empires, like him buying a car is or pretty just funny. Like, he's just throwing a piece, he's throwing a whole pie on top of his house. I mean, the idea of, of Walter White is he's like a 40, 40 year old guy, and 50. 50 year old 50. guy, yeah, fifty. Yeah, I should I should know that. He's, a, fi- show he's a fifty year old guy, and he's like way past his prime, and he's feeling the ego, and that comes. He's hilarious. He's like a middle aged dude, and he's like having cancer, and he's going through these wacky situations of yeah. becoming a meth deal, like a meth maker. Come on, that's hilarious. Tico, Tico's freaking hysterical. Tuco, Tuco's hysterical. Tico's hysterical. I mean, you know, this it comes with the added humor. I mean, come on, when you're running a, a mob empire, I mean, what mob thing is not funny ever? Any any mob thing in any sort of TV or, or movie format, when is it not funny? Because so much of that, of those... Yeah, well, like, that's typically the Sopranos. All their mob stuff is just... No, I'm saying, but, but what comes with these, like, terrible people, when you, when you see them doing, like, the regular no, stuff... No, I'm saying, yeah, the, the mundanity of actual yeah. life. Like, a lot of the comedy of the Sopranos comes out of him going to therapy. The idea, like, this guy who just who just murdered two people. Because they're all sociopaths. They don't know how to react in situations. Yeah. They're all yeah. sociopaths. Fine, but what makes the show better, I think, me personally, what I wrote down is uh character first always 
always fan service like fifth down the line. They don't character they, first. They really like they've talked a lot about how much they care about the fans, but I don't think like, I don't think when they write things, I don't think they're like, what are the fans gonna think? I don't think they think that way in the writers' room. What they care about is where is Jimmy McGill and where is he going? Now, something I actually found really interesting is they don't write like it's all Saul. They write whoever he is in the scene. They do. I, I, read, uh, I read part of uh, Peter Gould's uh, five finale script. Oh, yeah. So I heard because like in one minute when he's like scared, he's Gene. But when he like can get a good legal thing again, he's Saul. But at the end, he's he's James McGill. Yeah. It's like they, they do. He does, and Peter Gould in his script makes reference to when he becomes exactly. Saul again or when he becomes Gene again, and it's really interesting to see. I mean, he breaks every rule, and it's freaking incredible. Yeah, and the way Bob Odenkirk is able to so seamlessly like go between these different types of performances. Yeah, I mean, you know, they say it. They say it all the time about these guys. Once you do comedy, it is, it is not hard to go to drama afterward. I mean. Better. Oh, the, the, the reverse is much worse. Yeah, I mean, because Odenkirk is one of the best sketch guys of kind of the modern sketch era. That's what they always talk about him. Yeah. He was the lead guy on the Ben Stiller show. Then he had Mr. Show. And he's been doing well, comedy. Ryan on SNL. No, I was saying, but he was the lead lead guy at, yeah, uh, yeah, at yeah. like 26 on the Ben Stiller show. And then he did, you know, his show with... Uh, with what's his name? With uh, Tobias Fugay, Mr. Show. Yeah, David Cross. David Cross. And so he's one of the best comedic guys, you know... But he's, and as, I'll be honest, I think he's, I like his comedy. I think his his dramatic chops are just second to, to, to very few. He's he's holding his own in there. And also, my man can do action. We just saw him in Nobody, and he's he's like a badass. How, how much action is he doing in Nobody? I mean, he had he's a, doing a lot of his own stuff. Great, he had a heart attack in the, in the middle of the filming of the final season. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, yeah. how much how much action is he actually? No, doing? he is. That's like so. The question with the heart attack, they always like to say, is it because of all the working out he did? Is that what caused it, or is that what saved him? Right. Is no. Is is the season six what's caused it? Or no, what? no, 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 no. They're saying nobody. They're saying it's nobody. All the all the all the working out and all that. So some people said it stressed out his body too much, and that's why he actually suffered the heart attack. Other people say it's um. It's that so it's the actually the only thing that kept him alive because that's what kept him in such good health. Are any of the people saying this doctors? No, not a single one. Yeah, this is like online conversation. Yeah, do I care what fucking you know Paul Greengrass? I don't know why I said Paul Greengrass, but do I care what Paul Green says on Twitter? Yo, this is what saved him. Who's Paul Green? He's a random guy I made up. That's oh, the, that's okay. the point of what I'm saying. Oh, right. None of these guys are heart surgeons. Nah, none of these guys are heart surgeons. He probably should have died. What, what do you say about Kevin Smith and the so, Widowmaker? Oh, so I spoke to a guy at San Diego Comic-Con, and he had said that uh, Kevin Smith's heart attack was called the Widowmaker. Like, 2% of people survived that sort of thing. And, you know, the the day I listened to his story about when he had the heart attack, Kevin Smith, and, like, he's not feeling well, and he's thinking, like, maybe it's the weed he smoked because it was before he was going to go on, and, and it was a day on set. And he like drank a bunch of milk because he's a huge milk guy. He drank like he said like four glasses of milk. He's a milk guy. Milk. That's weird. Huge okay. milk guy. He drank like four cups of milk, and he just he was like on the floor throwing up for like out for like an hour. Ooh. Went to the hospital, barely made it out, and now he's 
He's in really good shape. You know, he's looking well, he, good. Uh, he's vegan. Well, he's excited. His daughter, his daughter's vegan, so his daughter had to go vegan. <laughs> Harley Quinn Smith, you mean? Yeah, Harley Quinn. Smith. Actress extraordinaire. Is she any good? I have maybe seen her in one. Have you seen the movie he directed? Her Tusk. In? Is she in Tusk? She's in Tusk. I I know. Um, I think. So is Depp. No, it's. Well, I know Depp's daughter acts with her in the Wiener in the Hitler Wiener movie. Hitler Wiener. Is There's, this where Hitler becomes a Wiener? Is a sausage party set in the Nazi Germany? No, but it's like. You watching it's that the movie? Weirdest. I I maybe. You watching like a Kraut store in in Nazi Germany? Let me get you with this movie. Is. It really doesn't matter what this movie is. We're going to Better Call Saul now. Season six, part two. Well, who cares what the Wiener Hitler movie is? I I kind of do though. So what are you typing in Hitler Wiener movie? No, just Kevin Smith. How is that going to help us out? Did he direct this yeah, Hitler Wiener movie? Yeah, he wrote and directed it. He wrote, and what's the movie called? Hitler Wiener? Yoga Hosers. Oh, Yoga Hosers. What's that to do with Hitler? Aren't they? They're fighting. It, uh, my understanding is like they're like fighting like where did you Nazi get? Where did you get dogs? this understanding? That the trailer I saw when you it didn't was, know, you didn't watch any trailer. Twenty sixteen movie. I have I heard know. of Yoga Hosers though. I have heard of that movie. Yeah, I th- aren't they? I, I could be wrong. I thought you they probably were fighting, are like, wrong. Nazi hot dogs. You definitely are wrong. All right, season six, part two. Better Call Saul. Uh, a lot of shows were doing this kind of trend of splitting up their seasons for dramatic effect and maybe getting some viewership longer. You think season six deserved it? Better Call Saul. Seven episodes, part one. Six episodes, part two. Uh, it's so difficult because there are a lot of moments in the first half of the season that felt prolonged. It oh, felt there were a lot of moments in the first part of the season, in the second part of the season. There were, mm, there were 10 minute long running scenes that could have been done in 30 seconds. But I didn't, but unlike with, I feel a lot of stuff in the first half, I was, I felt a lot more entertained and I wanted to live in the black and white for that time. We're not saying that it wasn't entertaining. No, no, I'm not even, I'm not even talking like that. I'm talking about the, uh, also, cause I am watching the trailer in the background. Yeah, there's a bunch of Nazi stuff in Yoga Hosers. Um, but, um, <laughs> uh, but, like, I felt like in the second half, I really wanted to live in that universe more. The first half, I felt like we were just extending our time. But does that deserve, what, what does that have to do with the season break? Season break. Oh, I don't think the season needed a break. That the season what did you break think? The, what did you think the question was? D- didn't need thirteen episodes. Did I even ask that question? Whatever. I thought, I thought season break was... though. Ep- seven episodes, six episodes. Did it deserve the break? No, it did not need the break. You think it helped it at all? No, I think actually it, it hindered it. Hindered it how? Audience uh, wise or you? Oh yeah, you no, was? audience wise. I don't oh, know but not storytelling. No, because I know. A, no, no, I mean like audience wise, because there's a lot of people that are like. Oh, season's over. I want to catch up, and they're on AMC Plus, and the only it's only the second half that's available. The whole first half is not even available on AMC Plus, so they can't even watch it. Yeah, I mean, this was the this is what we said. This is the fad. This is what a lot of people are doing, and you know, thirteen episodes. Just put it all out in thirteen weeks. What's the harm? Nothing else is out right now that could really combat it. I don't know what they were thinking. I mean, there, there's nothing prestige TV that's even coming close. Come on, like I watched the new season of Westworld. Westworld I'm saying, but nothing, itself. nothing's like beating it out. I don't know what they were worried about. It's, it's also you're not. No, no, it's no, not I, a binge. I, no, no, I know what happened. What? It wasn't about worrying. It was about it Emmys. Was, it was two things. A, it was Emmys. B, it was the delay due to Bob Odenkirk's uh, heart attack. It right. delayed the production, and they were still like Alex. They were still editing the second half of the of the series while the first half was being released. 
Okay, so that makes a lot more sense. Like, production wasn't done yet. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Okay, you know, I'm fine with it. I mean, 13 episodes, it's an extra long season. I got a 13-episode order. Was it worth it? Fred, whatever he wants to say about the first half, the second half... They're running out of plot, and they're 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 having they're having ten minute long. Listen, I'm okay with it. I liked it, but these ten minute long gags that kept going on and on and on. I loved it. The episode of I can't remember if it's the episode of the heist or the episode right before it, but the episode of the heist could have been done in fifteen minutes. Listen, and I enjoy. Oh, but it was. But I. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that. Yeah, but but also a lot of what they were doing. To me, felt like it was calling back to the first season I got of it, Better but, Call Saul. But let's say when they would spend a whole episode on a heist. But let's say there's ten. Ep- let's say there's ten episodes. Are we gonna see a mark improvement or a mark? Well, I I know there are. I, there's just full episodes you could just cut out. Oh, so. what episode can you cut out? Oh, there's this episode where uh, Ray Seahorn's just being like tracked around by like uh, by Mike and his guys and all that uh Bob Odenkirk does is is box with Hamlin. Oh, I need that episode. That's a really good app. No, it's a good app. No, you need that one. Why do I need that episode? Ham- I, I remember even in the moment being like, I don't need this episode. Huh. That's Hamlin what's it going going farther and farther down, realizing that, you know, this Jimmy guy, I'm gonna actually have to handle him and race you. No, but they've already they've already done that. I didn't I didn't need a there was there were so many. They had times. to face off because it Jimmy needed. I, I know what I'm saying is I didn't need that just for a full episode. There was plenty of other times that opportunities to do that. They could have cut an episode and put that in there. Really disagree. You needed the the Jimmy going farther and farther, or whatever saw going farther and farther down that hole when he you know he meets up with Hamlin and they, they can't resolve it. They can't do this, and you need that that little push. Telling us, the audience member, like, Jimmy, get out of there. And we're saying, no, no, no. This is a journey to me going No, the only reason Jimmy stays, Jimmy says the only reason he stays is because he feels bad about what they're going to do to him later. He doesn't do that to have a face-off with him. No, no, but he only stays there. They, they, He literally has a conversation with Kim where Kim says, you didn't have to say, he's like, nah, I felt bad. Uh, after what we're gonna do to him, that's all that that right. Whole, that and whole, and that you know whole what? Episode was them. And they do it like, anyways. That's the whole thing. No, they do it anyways. What I'm saying that's what I'm is, telling I you. didn't need a full episode because that whole first half of the season was. I got that from the whole. I in that one episode was something of something they were already doing, which is explaining to me that Jimmy feels bad about what they're about to do. They shouldn't do what they're doing. Like they've already expressed that to me multiple times. Doesn't feel bad and doesn't care. That he doesn't no, feel bad. that's where I disagree. He does feel bad. He literally uh, says I feel he, bad. He does feel bad, but in the end, he doesn't really care. He, he does? No, I because feel, the, I, his whole character is he doesn't own up to his no, mistakes. No, but that... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's... You just said two different things. He knows. Only, he knows. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You just said he doesn't care. Not No, caring. he does feel bad. He doesn't, oh, no, he doesn't not, care that he doesn't feel bad. That's not what you just said, though. He doesn't care that he doesn't feel bad. That's what I said. He doesn't care that he doesn't feel bad. He doesn't care... But he does feel bad. I said he feels bad, but he doesn't care that he doesn't feel bad. That's else you just said two different no, things. No, he feels bad, but he doesn't care that he that he feels bad. All right, well you you've not changed yourself. I have not changed. Alex, no, originally you were saying he doesn't feel bad, but he does, he does he, he feels bad, but he doesn't care that he doesn't feel bad. That's what you were saying. Oh, he doesn't care that he feels bad. Uh, I I think he cares. His whole character well, is he no, never no, 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 up no. to anything. I, I I have to disagree with you. That's why it was the, such a big well, importance no, in this no, finale. But just listen to this, Alex. What? The whole point 
of Saul Goodman is that this is the mask he puts on because he cares too much. He cares, and the only way he can get himself to stop caring is putting on the mask of Saul Goodman. The Saul Goodman mask is not completely put on until Kim leaves him. This idea that he doesn't care, he doesn't really take that on until Kim leaves him and he is fully now Saul Goodman. So then who's Gene? Who's Gene? Oh, Gene is a guy who has been beat. Gene is a guy who... So does Gene... What does Gene care about? What does Gene... Gene cares about survival. Gene cares about uh, preservation. I would say Saul cares about the exact same thing. I don't I, the way you're the way you're talking about. It, I don't see there's a difference then. I I see clear differences. So, so where is no, it? No, but no, but but Saul is a man of excess. Saul is a man who who wants to win at any cost. That's not Gene. Gene is a man that doesn't want to be out. All right, but that that's Saul that's Goodman different. That's different than what we're. Seen. But that's different than what we're talking. Well, you about. you asked me what the difference is. No, no, no. In, in in regards to what we're saying, obviously, there's context to every conversation. I I'm still you yet you yet to like disagree. What, what I do your, disagree. I mean, what's it called? Saul feels bad, right? But at the end, he doesn't care that he feels bad. He he goes against every every instinct he has. Of feeling I bad. I disagree very much that he doesn't care that he feels bad. He's putting on a mask. That doesn't mean I mean, I've heard interviews with Bob Odenkirk and the creators of the show. They've said this man has a lot more emotional intelligence yeah. than, than you would believe. He has emotion. He knows he feels bad. He understands that he feels bad about the situation. And you know what? He doesn't give a crap. I I I disagree that he doesn't give a crap. I really What disagree. so what has he shown us that he gives a crap? I Oh, I'm he saying He still pulled off the, the thing. The, the, the fact that the mask is on shows that he cares. The mask is his, his him not caring. Yeah, but the but he only puts on the mask because he cares. Right. He knows he feels bad. He has that emotional intelligence. Right. Yes. He understands who he is and what he's doing. At least he may not say it out loud. But no, deep, he, deep he, down, he deep down, said, he no, but deep down, end, deep down, and knows. some small section of him he knows. I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't even think it's that small. It's pretty small. I I. I disagree. I think it's a lot bigger than... Great. We can argue if it's an inch or, or a pound. It doesn't matter, right? But he he does not actually... He, he doesn't care to the point of his actions don't show anything. His actions don't show any care. Well, at the end, they do, though. All right, all right, all right. But Saul... But, Saul but that's Jimmy McGill. He bec- that's how he becomes Jimmy McGill. When he's Saul Goodman... But Saul, Ma- Saul Goodman is the mask. That's the whole point, is that Saul Goodman is the mask he puts right. on. You wouldn't and see so any what, of that when Saul Goodman Right, 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 right. So he puts on the actions of not caring, and he actually does not care, yeah. I, no, I disagree with what you just said there. So that what action not, no, What no, action that shows no, that he, that he no, cares? No, 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 no. You just said putting on the mask is the same thing as not caring. He cares, he's just putting on the mask so he doesn't have to personally deal with it. Right. But so, he cares so it, this whole time. What cares. action or what thing showed us that he cared? The end shows us that he cares. No, no, Jimmy McGill cares. Saul Goodman doesn't. He's a different person. They're different people. But it's still all the masks that Jimmy McGill right, wears. Right, right, but, but Saul Goodman doesn't care. Jimmy McGill does. Okay. Right, that's what I'm saying. Okay, now it's the first time you've said it. We're okay. talking about Saul Goodman. No, we're talking about the show. What are you? Yeah, but Saul Goodman about? is a different guy than Gene, and Saul Goodman is a different yeah, guy I than Gene. Yeah, I know. I know they're all different guys, but I'm. You're, but you're treating them as the same person. They're not. Yes and Heisenberg, no. Heisenberg, but same thing that happened with Walter White. Heisenberg and Walter White become the same person in Felina. Oh well, 
They become the same person. Maybe in Feline, I that's so common because in Better Call Saul, I always felt like um, he's like, well, yes, he has another personality there. It's unlike because I felt like in Breaking Bad, there was a real like heckle and jai, like uh, what is it? Uh, what is it? Hyde? Jekyll and Hyde. Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. I I feel a little bit more in Better Call Saul, like he's like. Because it's, because we got the third thing so late, that was the whole thing. We got Gene so late into the yeah. show. Yeah, so it, it you feels, can still treat it as as Saul and Jimmy. They just needed that third thing to show Jimmy going because Saul was never going to do what what Gene did, right? Well, so they I, needed I, that well, third I, personality. I also like to think you know is Slippin' Jimmy also a different? I feel like Slippin' Jimmy is also a different guy than no Slippin' Jimmy is Jimmy. He just channeled all that. He I think he just channeled all that stuff. He's oh, still, oh, oh, you think Slippin' Jimmy is still Jimmy? Yeah, he just because he, Jimmy Jimmy is not a great person. Like he no he, no, 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 no 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 listen, even no, Jimmy on his no, best. Jimmy's day. a good guy, right? In the sense of like what makes a good person, right? He cared for his brother as Jimmy, right? He became a lawyer. An upstanding citizen, but he he grew up from Slippin' Jimmy. They're still the same person. Saul Goodman is an he actually calls himself something new. He has a whole different persona. The Breaking Bad guy is different than the Better Call Saul guy because it is Saul Goodman. Yeah, right. But and Gene Takovic is a completely different person than those guys. But they are different people. And you want to say they're a different person because he puts on a mask, sure. But he's a different person, and Saul Goodman does not care what Gene about what Jimmy McGill cares about because he is a different guy. Yes. And 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 Gene Takovic does not care what Saul Goodman or Jimmy McGill cares about because they're different people. Yes. Right. That's what I'm saying. Saul Goodman does not care. Jimmy McGill cares. They're two separate people. Okay. Right. And now you're agreeing with me. Or does I agree with that? Okay, fine. That's what I was saying in a nutshell. Oh, okay. I wasn't. I wasn't hearing that. But okay. Right. Jimmy McGill may care. Right, but Saul Goodman doesn't give a shit. Hundred percent agree with you. Right, that those arguments he had with with Hamlet in season five, everything he did in season six, the Hamlet, that guy does not care. Yeah, right. You know, there maybe the nugget of him, you know, whatever. <laughs> the guy we see in Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad doesn't give a shit. No, about any of that stuff. My favorite thing is in the flashback or flash whatever forward. We get uh, Saul wakes up with all those girls in his apartment. They get that one little small scene. Oh, then, oh, you're talking about in those final few episodes. Yeah, yeah, love that scene. That just showed me so much of like this that, is this is a different guy. And they they had a hard time showing it in the beginning. I think of showing the gene and all those little flashbacks of showing us like how how is Jimmy gonna become Saul? Because I don't see this guy becoming this comedic kind of like funny guy who does whatever he wants to do. But they, well, they, they it, did it, a good but, job. It, but, well, also, they, they were like, it, ha- it doesn't happen overnight. It happens very slowly because in the original inception of the show, by end of season one, they were like, he's going to be uh, he's going to be Saul Goodman. And it took them until until the end of the fourth season for us to actually actually hear the name Saul Goodman, which for some people, it's a hindrance for us. Not so much for us. Well, because, you know, especially uh, what really helped the show, I think, was just having seasons behind it. And just like uh, Netflix, like being the co-production co-pro, uh, for this whole thing. So they just have a whole, the whole back catalog on Netflix. And people can just binge it. I think it's a real easy, real easy binge, especially when you're in on the character. Yeah, I saw Granite State the other day. Um, really need to rewatch it. Just uh, because they had in the season fin- in the series finale that little scene between Walter and, uh, you know, Jimmy or Saul, whatever. Yeah. But... It just kind of shows me that this whole this whole Gene character was created in like two lines in Granite State, where uh, they're talk like uh, Saul's telling Forrester and he's uh, 
Walter's telling Forrester, like, he's coming with me. We got to get Hitman. We got to kill Jack. <laughs> and, and Saul's like, no, I'm going to become some Cinnabon guy in Omaha. Like, the whole character is created in that one little Oh, yeah, literally? That's what he said. It's a joke. Like, I, I'm not going anywhere, bro. Nationwide manhunt. What do you think? I'm becoming some Cinnabon. Like, a joke. But I'm becoming some Cinnabon That's guy. Hysterical. Right? It was the classic, like, Rogue One uh, New Hope moment. Yeah. The season's the series finale does a kind of a, a Christmas Carol where they're doing kind of the past, present, and future, the ghost of your past, present, and future right in front of you. Um, they do that through through a scene with Mike, a scene with Walter White, and a scene with um, his brother Chuck, and the, all these people symbolize different things to him in in his life. Right, but so he each of them are either asked or he asked the question of what would you do if you were given a time machine? You had one moment to go, to go back. Well, to, uh, yeah, he does that. And the they're beginning. essentially asking about regrets. Yeah. But every single time we, we were with him, he goes deeper. I, I really feel like he goes deeper every time. The first time it's with Mike and we see it's, you know, it's, during it's, bag man. Yeah. During bag man, which is just, Great that they're going back to Bagman, one of the great episodes of Better Call Saul. Yeah, they had the little promo art and little uh, little two-second video in episode 12 of what's going to happen next episode. And you just see the car that him and Mike flipped over. And yeah. we're like, oh, for what reason are we going back here? There's nothing left. And it was just for that one little scene between him and Mike. Did, did you like that? How like that's how that's how we end Mike's story. We end Mike's story here with. Uh... Yeah, I mean, uh, I was listening. We listened to the Watch Pod, but the Watch Pod they said something really cool about Mike and all these guys and Saul. How they would, or maybe mostly Mike, is he would go back to original sin, and obviously he said the first date is probably his son's death. His son. Uh, yeah. But he went back to Original Sin, and Jimmy's like, you know, I'm going to make some money getting in Berkshire Hathaway. And <laughs> you can see the clear difference of a guy who is like... No, isn't that what he told um, Walter? That may be what he told Walter. That's what he so told Walter. So I'm trying to remember what he told uh, Mike. That's what I keep trying to remember. I, I cannot remember what he told Mike. I don't think he says anything. No, he... I. They're like, you got no regret, you know, whatever. But he he essentially is a guy. Mike's a guy who's like, he knows who he is and he's fine with it. And he owns up to his mistakes, at least in his own mind. Do you also know what I was thinking of the whole time I was watching that scene was the the first scene in El Camino? Because you have a very similar type of conversation with uh, with Mike and uh, and Jesse. They're talking. Mm-hmm. They're talking about you know getting out of the game and you know and what do and, wh- and how we got here and how we need to leave. And I feel that you know that conclusion of Jesse is being very much tied to the to the way that they're concluding Saul Goodman. Right. My, Mike's always been a guy who knows who he is and what he's doing, and he knows that it's bad. He doesn't anyways. Right. He understands what he's doing, and you know he may come up with this small thing of I'm doing this for my granddaughter or whatever. But he knows essentially but, what he's but doing. But also bad. though, Bob Odenkirk. I mean, sorry. uh Saul Goodman, Jimmy, yeah, a bunch of stuff. Um, he sees Mike, I like to believe, as this guy of, he has his own, he has a moral code. He has things he would do yes, and if he has things he would say no to. That is, like, he's trying to understand and look back at a, at a guy with those kind of morals. I mean, he understands what he would do and what he wouldn't do. Because there are things that he would not do. Yeah, like I doubt he'd kill children. He wouldn't kill children. He's like, no, but also he's like, you're not in the game. We don't, we don't, we don't touch you. But then when we move over to someone like um, Walter White, Walter White doesn't care if you're in the game or not. Walter White is a man. Walter White had a code though. He would not kill his family, right? He would not harm his family. 
Yeah, but it's like, but the but this is a man with a much less strict code. Well, obviously, you could, you could at some point you could tear down everything Walter White's code. You could probably tear it all down. Yeah, I, I I I don't uh, compared to Mike. I see Walter White as a man with no code, especially in that scene we see him in because we're seeing him right when he lost everything. Right. So that's like you know, and then very interestingly, the last thing we see is Chuck, and what I do love about Chuck, which makes uh, a scene you don't care about, make uh, you know the scene where they're all like marching like. Uh, so, yeah, so yeah. Good when they're on the in the little police bus, yeah, they're all like better call. And that scene works for me so much because he's like, you know, everybody deserves um a um a good legal defense. Everyone deserves, it. and that's what he did. He gave all the criminals of Albuquerque the greatest defense they could have. Oh, yeah, and I mean, that's and those are his people, and that and that works for me so much more because of what Chuck said because he went down the road. He always saw Chuck go. He was like, I'm I'm trying to be like my brother Chuck. Chuck never switched his paths. Always went forward. And that's what I'm gonna do. Slipping Jimmy. And his his brother was like, you know, hey, these are the people that, that that need service. And he's like, you know what? He's right. These are the people that need service. Right. He always thought that, you know, maybe if I get a sandpiper or I get these sort of clients, I can you know, live up to the expectations that my brother, you know, didn't even have on me. But you I, know, I, I, I can maybe he'll he'll develop a sort of expectation for me. Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll tell me good job or something. Yeah, it it would it would really be that simple as a good job of that a boy. You know, it's like that. It's the classic Inception scene, my favorite scene in the whole movie, when Cillian. Oh Mur- yeah, Cillian Murphy finally goes into the uh, into the safe and he sees his his dying dad. And his dad's like disappointed. He's like, I know you're disappointed in me. He's like, no, I disappointed you. Tried to be like me. And then he opens the drawer and there's a little, the little uh, cartwheel. No, uh, it's the whatever turbine thing that he made as a kid. Best scene Nolan's maybe ever done in his whole life. That's all happening. And you're like, I don't even understand. I guess like we're saving the world from, from eco destruction. But all that matters is that, you know, his dad. Not saving the world. We're making sure like. No, I think that was the, no. They're making sure that guy can 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 you know the rival can uh can just assume power and the no he wants him to disband the right so the, the rival can can make some money in the in the industry no no he's like were, oh, he's, no, no, no 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 they also said that basically they were gonna they, there's a line where it's like they will be a new superpower right because he wants to be the superpower that's the movie doesn't say yeah the, it does he in the, his first line when he first meets Cobb what he says is. My rivals are becoming too big. I need the sun to, uh, you know, whatever. I need the sun to disband it. Yeah, no, but he's also, but also he makes it out to believe he's doing this also for altruistic uh, reasons. Never says it once, though. Never says it once. All, okay. he, all, all he wants is to be good in the energy. We don't know exactly what sort of system they're a part of, but he wants to make some money. More well, than he's already. It's all a dream, so does it really matter? It's all a dream. Fine. Uh, Jimmy McGill, Saul Goodman, Gene Takovic, whatever order you want to put in, uh, in the end, he finally, in the courtroom scene, finally lives up to his expectations. Oh, we, we should talk about it. He got him down to seven years. He seven years, him. he had, uh, what is it, uh, mint chocolate chip every week. Which, notice that is the ice cream that fell uh, in, in, in season five. Do you remember he has the cone? Yeah, I know. And he hasn't really, and they, they're like, basically, they're trying to say, like, he's finally free of all this stuff. So he can, he can have the ice cream again. Right. 
He gets him down seven to years. He and like in 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 the way only uh, Saul Goodman can t- negotiates him down to seven. <laughs> Come years. on, what's the, what's the real bad outcome that could happen to Kim? I think she'd win that civil case. She's a really good lawyer. No, she's not winning that civil case. Why not? Because she openly admitted. There, yeah, but there's no evidence. And there's oh no 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 out the she she gave her the evidence. There's a signed document saying this I got it, I got it, but it's also That's so the, long ago. There's no, no evidence. No 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 civil case out. She could probably blame it all on Saul Goodman as well. No, but she signed a thing saying I did it. I understand that, but that, you, no out legally. No, I get it, but you could also it's a civil case, so I think anything goes. If if my if my understanding of civil cases are the way it is, she could easily just be like, hey. This guy's a mastermind. No, she can't be cut out. But she, when the legal document she wrote up and signed, she didn't say that. She would be then contradicting her own statement. Yeah, she already- I'm sure she knew how to do it in a way that would make sense. First of all, everything I could tell from the show is that she would just ex- she would just accept that and she would pay out. Right, whatever. she's a good she. Is she, she be be out? She owns up no, to her word. Legally speaking, okay, she could not defend. There's a lot herself. of things that we think legally speaking would work, and you know what? Saul Goodman pulls him off, or Kim Nova, Kim Wexler pulls him off. No, but anything Kim Wexler. Pulls I'm just off saying, like, if if I feel like the the um, the consequences are so big, that was that was one of my issues of like of him going from seven years to eighty four eighty six. I feel like oh well, there no, could have been it, some. It, big... it also it really had more to like show off to Kim. It's like I got him down to seven, but just no, he to was win gonna you... get him seven in general. Yeah, originally he wanted he was gonna take the seven. Gonna take the seven, but to win back Kim, it's win back Kim, and to kind of be truthful to himself. Yeah. Also, you know, the big, uh, the Marie of the room, uh... I don't know, but I got it. Like, I feel like we could have had some larger consequences to him going from 7 to 80s. Like a 79-year difference. I feel like we could have had, like, a bigger... Th- like, why? Like, re- like the... Well, I don't, I don't the really idea know. of a civil case is the reason we go down from 7 to... No! Uh, that's that, not that, the listen, reason. Without the civil case, there would no be 7 to 86. Let's say if he heard from uh, from bald from bald lawyer but, but, one. But, no, 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 but but I would also say this. What? Like, look at the way they've been, he's been doing stuff. Like, even when when he has that phone call with his ex assistant, Kim's the last thing they talk about. This is a thing he's been doing. Is right, since, but let's say there's no civil case. Is yo, he yo, is he still giving that up? Yo, 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 just just let me finish. Go. I'm saying I don't see a world where he goes away without being able, without like having Kim in the room where he's where he's going away. I think that was always his. I think like good, his, but he could have he could have easily just took the seven years in that same room. No, but Kim then then he would never sell Kim again. Uh, I mean, he probably could have seen her. I don't know if he'd if she'd want to see him, but he could probably see her if he really wanted to. No, what I'm saying is how would he see? No, but let's say the bald lawyer comes through and he's like. Uh, you know what? Hamlin's wife not actually taking up any uh, civil case. You think he's still doing the seven eighty six? What's the reason for doing that? Uh, oh, I don't know if he's. Uh, he's probably still taking the seven. That's what I'm saying. Like but, I feel like we could have no, had no, no, some no, 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 other. No, no. But I feel like there, there, he would have, he would have done something to fuck it up just to see him in some way. I got it. Or he'd try to win her back because some he, other way. You know, when, as soon as he hears Kim's name, it's Jimmy. We're seeing. It's not. It's not Saul. Uh, I get that. I mean, listen, everything makes sense. Like, it makes sense that she's getting the civil case against her, and I understand why, but 
the stakes feel low in a way that that Better Call Saul well, has always done small small consequences in the largest way possible. I, but I, I will also say this: I and I know I know I, our whole family is having an issue other than me with this idea. Like they, you guys felt like the the final se- the season finale was uh, anticlimactic. I didn't think it was anticlimactic. I, well, I thought that this one aspect was anticlimactic. Well, but I would also say our. The action climax, the machine the, of Breaking Bad, the machine gun ramming down a bunch of well, you, Ozymandias uh, is what um, a lot of people say is the yeah no, um, but but also you know the machine gun wiping out a bunch of white supremacists. We kind of get that in episode eight. So what's Ozymandias of the show? I don't know. I don't Ozymandias know is. is the climax of the show. So so then would you say that okay? Is the epil the epilogue is Felina? Okay, well, I don't really know if we really get an epilogue. Well, the whole black and white is the epilogue, then. No, I was just saying is there's not. It's not a good comparison. Mm, I That's just, what I'm saying. I, I, so then, what's I, the comparison? We, That's what I want. No, wanting. do you disagree? Is that is this is this epic sh- the final showdown? So then what's I'm saying no, 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 because Ozymandias is not a showdown. Not a showdown. No, Ozymandias. The, the showdown happened in episode five. Ozymandias is. The destruction of everything around him collapsing. It's not the showdown, though. So the showdown is between. Is not is a be- show. I, I actually disagree. I don't. It's think- Jesse versus Walt. That's Ozymandias. No, Jesse versus Walt has been happening for right, but that's, that's that was the final no, show. Alex, that's only ten minutes. Yeah, that's- it's ten minutes of showdown. I, Alex, no, because the showdown, Alex, the showdown already happened. The episode prior, the machine guns were out. That's how we ended. The previous episode before Ozymandias. Ozymandias itself is, is is him on the run. It's him trying to get everything together. That's Granite State. No, him on the run. Him getting his money. He has oh, to run yeah. to his place. He has to get the wheelbarrow. That's not what pl- that's not what plan and execution is. As it plan- no, sorry, point, point and shoot. shoot. Plan and execution. So, so I'm saying, what is the Ozymandias of, this telling, sh- of, of Better Call Saul? Oh, I don't know if there is an Ozymandias. I just don't. I think there's three. I, I, there's three. I, I, endings, I'm saying, I, but there's I, three I, endings to Breaking Bad, and I don't think there's. It's not the same thing that what's going oh, on. Oh, I'm not a, saying it as an ending. I'm saying as a as a action climax of the show. Actually, Alex, if you want to say a better comparison would be then Ozymandias would be the episode right before Ozymandias when they all have the shootout. That would be a better, like, one-to-one. But I, You want to say Ozymandias is... No, no, no listen, listen. You want to say Ozymandias is maybe uh, the Hamlin courtroom scene and then Hamlin dying at the end of that episode? That, I could give you that. I'd give you that. No, it just... But, it but, just, my it, whole, but the machine gun, the machine gunning down of the white supremacists, that's kind of this final showdown we get to see. Ep- it just feels like an epilogue to me. It's it. I I understand. an epilogue. I, I understand, but we're talking about the action. We're talking the pure the in action. Climate, I got it. The but final bit of action we get. But in breaking the show. Breaking Bad is is Walter White having the consequences of his action. No, no I, listen, I, I, listen. I, I, one but, second, one second. Breaking Bad is Walter White having the consequences of his actions being thrown in his face, and then Felina. Is is Walter White saying I'm gonna actually take these consequences into my own hands but and deal ta- with them? But, but Alex, but but, but 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 the thing that's happening in uh, Better Call Saul in, in Better Call Saul is different. Um, is point? Yeah, it's completely different because we're focusing on. And I'm Gus. saying it's, I don't think it's a good comparison that everybody makes. That's all I'm saying. It's not a good comparison. I I think it's I think it's a plenty good comparison. No, if Felina was maybe eight episodes long, no. Be a good comparison. But I'm saying, well, in terms of an ending of this action 
cartel storyline yeah. that finally ends with point and shoot. Right, and it doesn't end until Felina in Breaking Bad. Exactly. Band. So what's all this other stuff? In Better Call Saul, that. I'm I'm just talking about the action climax, and I'm saying I got it. Well, then I'm saying that the whole rest of the show is is is. But there's there's no after the show in in Felina. No, there's not. That's what I'm saying. It's a bad comparison. I just I I just think you just think it's a bad comparison. I just right, but you you think point and shoot is the end of this climax of the action. I'm talking the the end of the action, and I'm saying is Breaking Bad. I'm saying unlike Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul is like now. Let me give you this. Five, these like five episodes after the fact. So there's no five episodes after the fact in Breaking Bad is what no, I'm saying. No, there's not. Right. So then what is, is, is all those five episodes an epilogue in Better Call Saul? What is that to you? Oh uh, yeah, I do kind of see it as an epilogue. This, this, this thing they've been, they've been talking about, it is its own thing now because it's now out of, because I remember all the colors taken away. And what I'm telling you is that's what Felina is to me because I. Ah, uh, it's, it, it's not But that's, that that's what I just said, right? I just said that the whole show is Walter White having his consequences being thrown in his face. And then Felina is him finally taking his consequences into his own but, hands. But 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 Alex, we're talking about from I'm here talking from pure action. I got it. But do you understand what I'm momentum. saying? Do you get what I'm I saying? I understand what you're saying, but do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I just don't agree. Yeah, because okay, because why well, we then just have to agree disagree? No, 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 no. But but there is a clear difference between everything, even Granite State, right, uh, until the very end of Granite State, because he actually goes right. But the, till the very end of Granite State, it's all the same show. It's all his. He has to deal with his consequences of all the stuff he does, oh. and and there and he he has no say in it because he's not but actually taking it into his own hands. How is this disagreeing with what I just said? I'm talking about the action, right. momentum, and the cartel storyline of Breaking Bad. Yeah. I mean, a better call Saul. The conclusion of that. Are oh, you just story, comparing that to Felina? And I'm saying it's not the same as Felina. I'm comparing it to one scene, Felina. Right, but I'm just saying as a whole, it's the ending. Not, I, we're just gonna have to agree. Just we're talking about the endings of the shows, though. No, and they're not I, a good I, but comparison. What I'm saying is, is that the way they decided to end Better Call Saul is different in a different structure and order than the way they decided. And I'm to end saying Breaking Bad. it's not comparable. I think it's. I just compared it, so it's comparable. Uh, you didn't compare. You compared one scene of Felina. Well, what, about, yeah. what about the whole episode of Felina? I'm not comparing the whole episode of Felina. Right, but that's, that's but, what you want to do. Episode, I'm not, Felina I'm not is the that. ending of the show. And what I'm saying is, is the action climax. What I've heard people say, such as what, our father. What are you saying? I want. I don't care what other people are saying. Well, no, I'm rebutting what they said. What are you talking about? That's what I'm doing right now. Well, just so say it. But you have to. They're saying that they felt that it was an anticlimactic ending. And what I'm saying is, in Breaking Bad, you had a climactic, action-packed ending in Felina. What I'm saying is, in Better Call Saul, the closest thing to an action-packed, this sort of thriller, this thrill eye that Breaking Bad was, the what you get here is in Point and Shoot. That is the closest to that type of finale that we get in a 1v1 action-packed finale. You're not... Then the rest of what Better Call Saul is is not that. It's no more about the cartel, no more about guns. There's not a single gun in the rest of, of the rest of the thing because this is... It's really getting us more into the character study and all that. And what I'm saying is and that's why it's not an apt comparison. Because I just made... I just no, made I'm just saying comparison. like... I'm, you're missing one. I'm saying comparing all the endings to Better Call Saul to Breaking Bad and how it's so similar. I'm saying it's not as similar no, as her thing. I, I, 
I just said it was not similar. I'm saying, and that's what I'm saying as well. It's not. So similar. are you agreeing with me? Maybe we're just talking about two separate things. You're you're talking about one scene of Felina and how that is the ending of 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 the action of Better of Breaking Bad, and and there's one ending to the action of Better Call Saul, and that's why people are saying it's anticlimactic. And what I'm saying is, you know what? Yeah, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. End very differently, right? Oz, people people claim Baking Bad has three endings. One is Ozymandias, right? Yeah, it's it's well, the, it's the last three. It's, all three of its episodes are. It's the final. It's the final uh, death of everything that he said he was doing right because he was saving his family and his family died. Granite State is the final consequences of action, right? And he has to deal with that. And then at the end of Granite State, to Felina is him finally saying, you know what? F these consequences, I'm gonna actually take action for once and own up to what I'm doing wrong. And and in that and in that sense, that's the comparison for Felina to to Better Call Saul, where he finally owns up to his But 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 I'm focusing on Gus. I'm focusing I understand on that. the Gus of it all. Right, but you can't end a show with Gus is what I No, is. but it's not the end of the show. I'm saying it's the action. Why people f- but why people feel it's 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 anticlimactic is for the reason I told you about the seven years and this whole thing is writing off this small little factor of a civil case. And I understand why it does and it makes sense. No, and- but I'm talking about the thrill because people were expecting from this season, I would people have talked to there's gonna be more Action. I got Literal, it. Breaking bad fans. But we we expecting more action. And what I'm saying is, the, the, whatever action. But let's you just were take expecting. let's take our dad. He didn't feel it was anticlimactic until the ending, until the last episode. Yeah. Right. No. And when I told him, and he made sense to him when I said, "You're the action climax you're looking for." That already happened. Right. But what and what I'm telling you is, you don't need an action climax to feel. And what I said earlier is. You don't need that action climax to feel stakes and to feel great. Oh, yeah, no, you don't need that. And I just felt like, you know, I understand what they did and I liked it and I liked the ending, but you know what? It did feel anticlimactic. You don't need guns to show, prior to what Michael Scott's going to say, you don't need guns to show, you know, uh, climax. I wasn't saying you need guns to show climax. No, no, uh, what everybody else is saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Better Call Saul is consistently done really high stakes stuff without guns. And they didn't. I don't think they pulled it off to that same extent in this final episode. Maybe not. All right. I didn't. I, I, I didn't feel I, like I love the finale. So. No, no. I like and I like the finale too. And you know what? There's not one thing I can point wrong in what they did. All I'm saying is this little thing is. Oh, you know what? She's shopping for for lawyers. I'm like, great. This was this little thing that we pulled at the very end to make I to dis- give I, to I, give I Saul. I disagree. It was a little thing. It was, it little was th- a big thing. It I was, got. It was, I got it. Was it. Her finally. Letting her, getting herself off. Yeah, but the, the civil hook. case that came with that, obviously. This but whole the sh- civil case, I totally believe that there was. A civil I understand case that, but that she was but lose. but the whole point of of Saul, you, you need a plot reason for Saul to but, give but, to give but, up his time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but Alex, but more important than what the plot reason is, despite the machinations, he's doing this to save her, and that's all that matters. I understand that, but you could have come up with something else to save her, is what I'm saying. And you I could, you maybe. couldn't have, you couldn't have because of the way they set up the show. But the way they did it to to set up this whole saving thing, I'm just you know what? Maybe take the civil case and take the seven years. I'm you know what? That's okay. Maybe Kim will get over it in a year, and you guys okay. can still see each other. All right, that's my main issue. Is the civil case really? She's shopping for lawyers. No one even said there was gonna be a civil case. Come on. All right, we're ending our show. We got 50 minutes. <laughs>